Um, and, and I'm saying this as a married person because yeah. marriage does not kill loneliness. Ooh. I have been married. I have had three children. I've had the good job. I've had the house, the cars, and I have still been lonely. And that's when God said, okay, now that you've got all the stuff and all the things and all the people, now I have your attention. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I've never heard my cousin say that before. And I hope you write it down. Maybe I need to put this on one of my pillows. Yes. Marriage does not cure loneliness. It does not. Kids do not cure loneliness. They do not it's feed not it. The thing. It's not the thing. So no, while you're supposed to be an evident, it's supposed to be like a result of your purpose, not mm. your purpose. Pick up the phone, you know he's only calling cause he's drunk and alone too. Don't let him in, you have to kick him out again. To break my heart, oh that breaks my heart. That you thought you ever had it, no you ain't from the sky. Yep. Welcome to my party. That's how we do around here. This is Single You, the podcast. I am your host, Rika. And I, I'm an NLP certified life coach and also the founder of Single You Academy. That is my online coaching program. You know what I do? I help the ambitious millennial single woman discover her worth. That means you. So that you, girl, can stop tying your worth and identity to men and stop being a man pleaser. So if you are a woman who is sick of having an unsuccessful single life, if you are sick of the revolving door of dysfunctional relationships, listen, they may have a different name, but it's the same type of relationship. Or you're doing the tug of war back and forth with the same guy and you're sick of that. You want better when it comes to men and setting boundaries, knowing yourself, understanding your worth and what makes a healthy relationship versus an unhealthy relationship. Yeah, I'm willing to bet nobody has ever had that conversation with you. But listen, I'm not here to judge. I have an abusive ex and an ex that cost me $10,000. Yeah, stick around, listen to the podcast enough and you will hear those stories. All right, so you've come to the right place if you need to hear that singleness is not a punishment and that you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. Yeah, I'm a certified life coach, but I will tell you this. I am no expert. I just learned a few things that I would like to teach you as well. You know, as Maya Angelou says, once you learn, you teach. And when you know better, you do better. So now that I'm doing better, I am reaching back out for you, girl. Here's my hand. Grab it. So thank you and welcome. You're in the right place. I got you if you got you. This is Single You, the podcast. Hey, thanks for being here. Now let's go ahead and get into the episode. And I want to talk about this question um, that I saw online. um, And I think somebody sent it to me. But anyway, is self-love biblical? And 
Yes, in my opinion, right? But of course I asked you because I like to have wise counsel and backup um, to actually have biblical principles to apply to my answer of yes. So I guess we should talk about what self-love is first and then answer the question of what is biblical. So how do you define self-love? So when we were talking about this particular topic, I said, Mm -hmm. it is again, another subjective word. Self-love is biblical as long as your motives are right. Mm, And in fact, I'm going to read the exact quote you said. If the motivation is to be the best version of yourself, it's biblical and necessary and part of your purpose. Yes, that was good. Thank you, Holy Spirit. That's why I wrote it down. That's why I always do that to me so I can put that on Facebook. That's a Facebook status post because it is. Yes. Yeah. It really is. It's on. It's not biblical when we are, you know, because self love. Some people think self masturbation is self love. Well, that's selfish, right? (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I'm not judging y'all. Right. Whatever. No judgment. It's just yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So what I'm saying is. it's your motivation. I, I'm, I, uh, um, to be a little transparent, I'm struggling in sleep right now, uh, personally. Yeah. It is, I have to get control over why I'm not sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot yeah. be the best mother, the best wife, the best Linnea if I don't figure out why I'm not sleeping. Yeah. Is that self love? Absolutely. Is it yeah. necessary? Yes. No. Can I do my purpose? No, no. without it. No. And so it's all about that motivation of becoming more better of myself. The Bible tells us, love your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. If you don't love yourself, then you ain't loving your neighbor well. Exactly. So you do. You you do have to love yourself. You just can't love yourself so much to, you know, that it's all selfish love. And hoarding and, you know, not caring for others, Mm -hmm. not caring for others, not being there for others, but recognizing that if helping you is hurting me, I'm no longer loving myself or loving Mm. you. Mm. So if helping you is hurting me, I'm no longer loving you or me. Mm. Yeah. So I want to say this. Okay. So obviously we define what we believe self-love is. So the answer is self-love biblical. It's Yes. Yeah. Okay. And when I hear people ask this question or struggle in the lane of self-love, it's because I know you're a people pleaser and you're struggling with that. And let's go even deeper for my ideal client. You're a man pleaser. Mm. Okay. You want to please this man so you can get the Holy grail, what you define as the Holy grail of life, this rock. So you can be a married woman You know, you want that so bad that you will please this man more than you will please yourself, more than you will please God. Yeah. Just to get married. So I want you to hear what we're saying. It is biblical. And I also want to. um, Oh, no, this just came to my mind. And I don't know if you'll know the scripture. Dang it. I wish I would have looked this up, but I didn't know it was going to happen. So this may be the Holy Spirit. What is the scripture where the Bible talks about if you're basically if you're not welcome here, pick up your stuff and go. Oh yeah, cast uh cat don't crash your, your pearls before swine. That one they, there's they, that one, but I feel like there's another one. Um, and maybe I'll just have to look it up later uh okay. and, and put it in the show notes. Um dang it, I feel like there's another one, but that yes, we could use that, right? So like right. the Bible is telling us, like, don't be given your all to people 
who are basically pigs, right? Who are going to trample all over you. Right. And in order to do that, I feel like we have to get better at discernment. Discernment. And how do we do that? Oh, by studying the Bible and getting close to God. Look at that. Vital. Yes. Yes. But we don't do that. No. And there's another scripture where, um, where it said, and they, something about, and they didn't believe in Jesus. So he, there were, uh, he didn't do a lot of miracles, yeah, miracles there. Yes. Yes. So when Jesus was at home yeah. in his hometown, he did not do many miracles because yeah. they didn't believe. And there's a scripture in Acts that goes along with that. The prophets are not really accepted in their own home. So it's very common that in your own household, that they reject the wisdom, the knowledge mm -hmm. that you may bring and that mm -hmm. you may have. Mm -hmm. um, and that's got to be okay. If it happened yeah. to Jesus. Yeah. 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 And in fact, here, this is where I want to, I want to bring up, there's two things that I'm thinking of right now uh, with this self-love thing. Um, uh, okay. So you just said, y'all know I'll be taking notes while I'll be talking. So, um, <laughs> So you just said, you know, Jesus wasn't accepted in his house. And so a lot of us won't be. And so that's where a lot of us falter. Yeah. Is so let's put this in the context of being being in a relationship with a man. This I, I'm always talking to you, single woman. I'm not talking to married people. I don't feel like that's my lane right now. So you as a married woman will call you and your little boyfriend. This is your own home. And you're constantly trying to mold him into this person. And he continues to reject you. Yeah. But you want him so bad. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Continuously rejects you because you you don't know you. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so he don't know you. Yeah. You yeah. got to know you. Then if you know you, it won't matter if they reject you. Jesus knew who he was. Yep. He knew yep. who he was. And so it didn't matter if the people that he grew up with and they was like, oh, that's Jesus in them. You know, he, yeah. he didn't. He didn't care if they had misappropriated his purpose and his likeness and who he was. He knew yeah. he knew his purpose. He knew what he was about. And so his rejection only limited his ability to shift the atmosphere. It didn't limit his ability to walk in his purpose. So as a single woman, you're not going to be able to affect change. Because you don't know who you are. Yeah. Ooh. You're not going to. Atmosphere yeah. can't shift. And you don't know who you are. So you got to know who you are so you can shift the atmosphere and walk away when it's necessary. Because men will either rise or fall to every occasion given to them. I just hope <laughs> <laughs> that you are hearing this. Okay. If you don't know who you are, how are you going to help him see you? He's not going to see you. He's not, you know, especially if he just, if his character isn't there, you know, I'm not saying men and women can't help each other, you know, mold themselves or whatever, but the foundation actually has to be built on solid ground, right? Yes. And not on sand. Not on sand. So if you're consistently, hear me, okay. If you're consistently passing up red flags, and constantly being mishandled by men, that's not the where that's not the 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 area where you're going to affect change. That's right. That's sand. Because that's sand. Because you don't know who you are, because people who know who they are do not allow people, especially men, to walk all over them. No. 
So baby girl, you don't know who you are. You have to go on this journey on discovering you. Um, Pastor, oh, and I'm going to forget his name, of course. Um, Jerry Flowers. He says, this is what he says. Okay, let me see if I can get this quote right. Quote right. It is not a man who is going to fulfill your loneliness. He's not going to fill it for you, but purpose will. The sooner you get to figuring out your place, your purpose, and getting to know you, that feeling of feeling lonely because you don't have a man is fleeting. I yeah. promise you. I'm not sit I'm not gonna sit here and lie through my teeth and tell you that sometimes I don't be sitting up in this house like dang, it would be nice. Right. But now that I know myself, I know where it comes from. It's probably because I was watching Insecure and Lawrence and Issa and you know, there's relationship, the Hallmark channel, and da-da-da-da-da. So I monitor that because I know it does kind of trigger my spirit a, a bit. So I do monitor that. So I'm not gonna sit here and lie through my teeth and tell you that I don't have those feelings of being lonely. Yeah, but it has now been filled with my purpose. No, that's good. It's actually funny because I was, I, I think it was a TikTok I was watching in Fantasia. I think Fantasia was talking about someone was asking, well, how come you don't write, you know, write songs more like this? She goes, are you listening to those songs? And she goes, yeah. Are you single? Yeah. Do you want to be married? Yes. Well then maybe you need to stop listening to them songs. And she talked about her own songs. Her own songs. She said, listen, that's not bringing, I was bitter, I was angry, I was hurt. And mm -hmm. what we do as artists, we do, we we, we write out of those places. And of I'm course, not saying don't do that, but writing and living off that and, and pumping your spirit with that, yep. no, 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 you're going to be lonely. And I think there's something about embracing loneliness. <laughs> Say that. Um, and, and I'm saying this as a married person because yeah. marriage does not kill loneliness. Ooh, I have been married. I have had three children. I've had the good job. I've had the house, the cars, and I have still been lonely. And that's when God said, okay, now that you've got all the stuff and all the things and all the people, now I have your attention. Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard my cousin say that before. And I hope you write it down. Maybe I need to put this on one of my pillows. Yes. Marriage does not cure loneliness. It does not. Kids do not cure loneliness. They do not it's feed not it. The thing. It's not the thing. So no, while it's you're supposed to your... be an evident, it's supposed to be like a result of your purpose, not mm. your purpose. Does that make sense? Yes. So because yes. God created me as a woman and as a help me and to do these things that I'm gifted to do to encourage and uh, encourage people. The God gave me certain things to utilize that on. But if I don't have it, it's still okay because there's other things I'm, these aren't the only things I'm working my purpose out on. Yes, I'm working my purpose out on with my husband. Yes, I'm working my purpose out on my kids, but it's not the only thing and it's not the only fulfilling thing. It's just not. I, I, I can't wait to get out and get into other things. And so that's why even when I'm tired and I had a full day with my kids or with my husband, I'll still go out and, and meet and fellowship with some women and, and, and talk them through and talk them down off some cliffs because that's also feeding part of my purpose. Mm. So if I cancel all those, because I know people who do this, they get married and they, they end up all their friendships and they yep. stop doing all their ministry. Oh, I don't have time yep. for that. I got kids. 
No, 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 no. Because you're going to find yourself depressed, lonely, anxiety ridden. Mm -hmm. No, you have more to do than just those things. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> Marriage is a result of your purpose. Is that what you yes. just said? Yes. Marriage is a result of your purpose. Mm. It's a result. It's not the, it's <sighs> not the end all. It's not the be all. It, you know, God created me and the result of, of, of my purpose of him creating me, there yeah. were kids in that and there was marriage yeah. in that and there was a job in that. And guess what? I found out there was ministry in that. That was the one I was running from. <laughs> <laughs> Full time ministry. I was like, no, man, I think I'll stay over here working as a, uh, a EA executive assistant, making good money. I'll just do that. And God was like, yeah. okay. And yeah. then you'll, you'll die. You'll die. Yeah. So wait, what purpose were you running from? Because I do know um, that, wait, before I ask that question. So I hope that you see how the answer to is self-love biblical. It's wrapped up all in this because in order to figure out your purpose and to find your purpose partner and for your marriage to be a result of your purpose, you're going to have to learn who you are and the way that's called self-love learning who you are. Right. And so I know that um, you, you and Jerry, the, you you did have a reason on why you wanted to be married and you yes. feel like that's wrapped up in your purpose. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So um, I met Jerry in a season of my life. Um, I was trying to decide what college I was going to be. Okay. I was looking for more believers as friends. So he was my friend. That was what he was going to be. We were, we said, um, Oh, one day our kids will play together. And they do and fight and argue, right? Because they're siblings. Because they're siblings. But we thought he was right. going to be married to some white or Asian chick and I was going to yep. be married to some black Kappa, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because yep. my, if y'all don't know, my husband is Caucasian. Jerry is, is white. Jerry right. Is and obviously my cousin a, is black. And he's very Caucasian, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, when I met him, we were friends. Yet what he did was he started hitting markers. Um of 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 a result of my purpose which yeah. god wanted me to wait to have sex until i was married so that meant i was going to be married yeah so i knew that part yeah. of my purpose was marriage yeah. so since i knew that was part of my purpose um yes my antennas were up but i wasn't looking his direction until he started doing certain things that aligned with my purpose um and i'm i and i know he was from god um because we got engaged and then he said we were in new york I was, I was living in New York in Astoria, Queens. Jerry's living in New Jersey. And I was living the life. I love New York. It still has my heart. And he Mine said, too. New York, New, New York. York. <laughs> I know, yes. Uh, you know, um, Alicia Keys was singing my song. Yes, so, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so here we are, you know, he, we're planning, you know, to get married. And I was going to get married in, in, in Maryland, but I was planning to come back to New York. And he goes, you know what? I think we're supposed to go leave here and go be a part of your, your parents' church. And I said, is he crazy? Yeah. Does he even know? And he was, I said, are you sure? He goes, yeah, I believe I'm supposed to be a deacon and you're supposed to be a minister in, in, in your parents' church. And I thought he was crazy, I but mean, I, not. that's what I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. That's how I knew. I had to jump in here real quick to introduce you to Single You Merch. Yeah, that's right, Single You, the podcast. We have merch now. Yeah, because affirmations, they can be on something better than a post-it note on your mirror. Yeah, how about affirmations on your couch in the form of a throw pillow or on your bed in the form of a throw pillow for encouragement? Single You 
www.shop for you to buy the single you merch, okay? You deserve it for picking you and breaking up with him. Christmas, New Year, Valentine's Day. Oh, totally your birthday. <gasps> your best friend or your best friend's birthday. <laughs> Simply because you want to encourage yourself, you want to encourage your best friend on any day that ends with Y. You can shop Single You merch right now at singleyou.shop. The link will be in the show notes. The throw pillows, what do they say on them? One says, happiness over history. Another, happily single. And another one says, sis, don't do all that healing just to date another broken man. Hashtag stay sharp. Yeah, that's on the pillow. And lastly, singleness is not a punishment. The throw pillows are available right now, just in time for Christmas. More to come, but do your shopping right now at singleyou.shop. That would be, it had to have been God sending this man to bring me to this place of my purpose because I would have been running. Because there's all kinds of stuff being in, you know, thinking about being in ministry with your parents. That wasn't in the African-American church. That's not something that people want to do. No, nobody. Especially us like, I think you're actually Jen uh, Gen X, X speak about right. it. But, yes. but especially as millennials, we're like, what? Black church? Absolutely Why would you want to do that? You yeah. know, yeah. I, that don't make no sense, yeah. you know? And Absolutely. mom and I are very, very similar. So two of us in the same, how is that going to work? Right. Um, and yet I am assured that he heard from God because if he hadn't, if we would have been in New York, my life would be completely different. I probably would be a more secularized believer. Yeah. You have to know yourself Mm -hmm. because New York makes it comfortable to be a secularized believer because they accept everybody. Yeah. And it was the place I was most accepted as a believer. Mm. No one was trying to make me be like them. Yeah. They would like me who I was, but no one was also encouraging me to grow in my right. faith. Right. And you needed to be around people who are helping Absolutely. you grow. And that comes with self-love, knowing who yes. you are, knowing what your purpose is. Yes. And because, because I do want to get into the disciples and explaining how Jesus took, you know, self-love, um, you yes. know, he, he took that personally as well. Um, so, but before we get into the disciples, I remember you told me when we had our pre-meeting, um, and you had never told me b- this before, but you felt like you were most like which disciple again? Oh, I'm most John the- like John, John the Baptist. There we go. Uh, because the way yeah. he came, you know, first he came to older parents. I didn't come to older parents or anything, yeah. but it was such a solid. These are solid believers. Uh, Zachariah and um, Elizabeth were were mm-hmm. solid believers, birthing a a purpose filled child who came out the anti drug, mm-hmm. the anti, you know. It says very clearly he wasn't supposed to drink anything like that. And he knew he was preparing the way for the king. That was his essential purpose. That was why he was there. And I yeah. feel that very strongly for myself as well, that I that I knew like there was a knowing there was there was just certain things I just never did, never had a taste for, never strayed away from. Not that I was a perfect person or a perfect right. child or anything right. like that. Right. But there was uh, there was some things that I knew that if I went that direction would have caused it would it would have misdirected my purpose. So mm. I stayed on the path that was laid out for me um, from a very early age. I used to pray for um, um, people to stop smoking. I, I did. How did I know that? I wasn't even a believer, but I knew to pray. Yeah. Yeah. So John the Baptist, you know, 
he came out of the womb basically knowing he had a purpose. And so I, I most align myself with him and a general um, sense, but I also have the conviction of Peter. Um, you know, it talks about in John, the sixth chapter, after Jesus had said, I am the I am. And all 5,000 people were like, no, nah, I can't handle that. No, nah, yeah. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm jetting because this man is crazy. Jesus, I imagine, is laying down in the sand, crossing his legs and like, OK, the 12, y'all going to leave too? Right. And Peter said, where are we going to go? <laughs> where are we going to go? We know you bring you eternal nobody life. Else. <laughs> like, where else are we going to go? You the one. You the one who brings eternal life. I know this. Yeah. And it's that assurance that no matter the suffering, no matter the struggle, the, no matter the loss, no matter um, the pain, I'm never wavered that he is eternity for me. He mm -hmm. is eternal life for me. Mm -hmm. And, so and I just, right. And I just want you to know, I was like, I need to figure out which disciple I am. Who am you I? Figure it out. Who, you, who I know, is. I, I have not yet, but I definitely, you have encouraged me to figure that out, to go on yes. that journey. I definitely know I'm not Judas, so we can rule him out. We can, Thank we, you. We can Although Judas is necessary, I just don't want to be him. Right, right, exactly. In the story of Jesus, obviously, like, because he had to die for our sins, right? And that was- But even us, everybody needs a Judas. Mm, you said everybody does? Yes. Ooh. It keeps you humble. It keeps you sinking, Holy Spirit. Okay, okay. I was because say, if everybody well, around you is, you know, yes men, you know mm, what I mean? Yeah. Trustworthy. You never really have to lean into Holy Spirit for discernment. Because mm. mm. what are you discerning? Everybody's right. good. Right. But you get to test your discernment when you're like, ah, this one is not completely for me. And now that I have acknowledged that this person isn't completely for me, yeah. what am I going to do with that information? What did Jesus do with that information? Ooh, ooh, ooh. something's coming to me. Okay. Everybody needs a Judas. That's what, that's, uh, let me start all over. I'm getting so excited. That's why I'm talking so fast because <laughs> I just heard a word for my ideal client listening. My cousin just said that everybody needs a Judas and that helps you with your discernment. So I want you to drop the shame of being a professional black woman over 30 who consistently is being mishandled by men. Let that go and take the lesson and run with yes. it. Let it because go. The lesson learned in the Judas, what it does for yes. you for the better. And that's it. Leo read a book called Burnt Not Bitter. Okay. Um, and I didn't read it, but just things that she was sharing, nuggets she dropped, that it's not that you aren't burnt. It's that right. what did you, how'd you turn that in? Like what you're doing with single you is how you turned your Judases, yes. you know, yes. into fruits. Yes. You yes. Know? Yes. It's, it's the go, beauty I'm now. I'm going to go farmer. I'm going to go gardener. I'm my, one of my besties. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Yep. When you're planting something, in order for it to grow, you need fertilizer. What is fertilizer about poop? Say, ask that question again. When you're gardening and you want something to grow and flourish and be nutritious, it needs fertilizer. Yeah. What is fertilizer but poop? There you go. So the fertilizer for single you is go ahead and thank those Judases. Yeah. That was fertilizer yeah. for the seed of your purpose to grow. And how many of the women, your those mm -hmm. classic cases that you're ministering mm -hmm. to have fertilizer? And and I don't because I know it's easy when you're consistently being mishandled by men to hear someone like Linnea say, she always knew this was this. 
She prayed about it. She didn't have to go through what we went through. She got the man of her dreams. I know it's hard for us to not be jealous of that, but turn it around and say, if that's her testimony, this is going to be mine. This is going to be mine starting from today. Yeah. It starts today. So again, take that mishandlement and those entanglements as the lesson and run with it. And the way you run with it is leaning into that self-love. So again, is self-love biblical? The answer is yes, because let's talk about the disciples and then yeah. we'll move on to the, <laughs> we can also ruin good men if we don't hold true to our values and boundaries. So Jesus had 12 disciples. We know the he 12. Did. Okay. But Jesus was not best friends and Kiki and not. with everybody. No. So talk about the 12, because I feel like you explain it a lot better than I can. <laughs> well, we know that Jesus was the great evangelist. So he spoke to 5,000, 7,000. Right. He was able to feed right. them. He Save was amazing the world. at that. Yep. But mm -hmm. they all banded him. They, yep. they couldn't hang. They couldn't hang, right? The 12 hung out, right? They hung. They hung in there. And yes, he did the Lord's Supper. With the, the Lord's Supper was with them. But when he called, hey, can you pray with me? It was only three. Mm. And then there was one that walked closer than a brother, and that was John, and it was only one. Mm. And then if you yeah. know reading about the seven last words, it was John who he gave the responsibility to care for his mother. Of course, who you want to give to care for your, your most prized loved one is the one you walk closest with, the one you can yeah. trust, who's yeah. got your heart, who's taken on your spirit. Yeah. And so it is okay to recognize that you are not going to be like this with 12 people. Yeah. Yeah. There's three. Yeah. There's three yeah. good ones. Mm -hmm. And then there's one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I would say that one is the man that's for you. Right. And, yeah. and not to say I don't believe in, um, you know, there's one for the soulmate. I don't believe in that stuff. But yeah. hear what Linnea is saying. Right. Because, again, this, the person who's asking this question is self-love biblical is a people pleaser, even deeper, a man pleaser. And so we've we are natural nurturers. So we want to take care of men who are not showing us good fruit. They don't have good character. We're bypassing passing red flags because we feel bad. And the Bible says love is patient and I'm a good woman and I want to be that good woman behind this good man, this God-fearing man. So I must do all of these things in order to get this ring and be married. No, you're allowed to walk away from someone who you think is not for you. Yeah. And you should. And I remember um, this is another quote I wrote down that you said. Okay. <clears throat> Nobody is called to everyone. Jesus only had 12 disciples and only three were really close to him. And then one, then one was only like his brother. And then it is so much easier to say no and set boundaries when you know who you are. Yes. If you don't know who you are, uh, let's see. Hold on. I'm trying to. Oh, okay. I did also write down, if you don't know who you are, you could uh, get envious of relationships. And so that's why earlier I was talking about, let's not get jealous and envious that Linnea did not have to go through what yeah. we had to go through, right? Use her testimonial, listen to her wisdom. The Bible talks about wisdom is better than what? Silver and gold. Yeah. It's better, right? So just listen to her wisdom and it starts today with you. Okay. So <laughs> let's get into this last one. We can also ruin good men if we don't hold true to our values and boundaries.
So let's say you are ready to learn how to do the work to be happy, single, truly, not performing confidence, not pretending. You don't want to be bitter and you want tools to do better in this area of self-love and relationships. And you know you have nothing else to lose. What do you have to lose? You're ready to work on you. You just don't know where to start. You need help to get rid of the shame you have in this area of your life of self-love, relationships, and boundaries. And you want peace. And you want to feel like you can trust yourself again. In that case, I invite you to apply to Single You Academy. You don't know where to start? Start with me. Applications for Single You Academy will be open until I fill five more slots. I only have five slots left. So how will you be going into 2022? We will review applications on a first come first serve basis. So if you want this girl, go after it. I cannot wait to be your coach. I am already claiming it, okay? So thank you for your consideration. I look forward to learning way more about you and how we might be able to help you here at Single You Academy. So go ahead and send me a DM. My DM is always open to you. Send me the word boundaries and I'll know exactly what you're talking about. Or you can go ahead and click the link in the show notes and complete our application. Once you complete that, you and I will get on a free consultation call and we will go from there, okay? If you have any questions, let me know. We can also ruin good men if we do not hold true to our values and our boundaries, okay? So we're going to get into it next week, December 30th, just in time for us to walk into 2022. Yes, I'm talking about you. Yes, you. You're the only one listening to this episode right now. So of course I'm talking to you. I know that you want to walk into 2022 being the woman you say you actually want to be, right? So we have to get these boundaries down and not every relationship that you've been in or will go through is toxic. It's not dysfunctional. It's not somebody treating you disrespectfully. It's you actually not holding true to your boundaries and then you ruin what could have been. You ruin it. So what am I talking about? Linnea and I will get into it in the, uh, it's the ending. We're ending it. Series three, episode three, part three, whatever you want to call it of uh, myself and Linnea with this conversation dropping December 30th. Now, before I get out of here, let me give a shout out to T.E. Noble. Oh man. She says, I love this podcast. Rika, that's me. She's talking about me. Oh, what's uh shout out to my eighties babies and nineties kids. Remember all that? And oh, what was her name? Amanda Bynes. That's what it was, right? And she would always be like, dear, I don't think her name was Amanda. Anyway, she would be like, dear, whoever. And then she'd be like, that's me. <laughs> I just had to, I just had to do it. I just, okay. I'm going to get back to reading this. All right. So Rika is definitely a friend in my head. I love the mix of her authenticity and real talk. She is passionate about telling black women to know the truth and singleness is not a punishment. And it's time to stop discounting ourselves with men not worthy of us. Each episode has some great gems. The most recent episode I'm listening to had a great point about looking for the fruit of someone's beliefs beyond just checking the boxes. For example, if a man goes to therapy, how does it show up in his life? If it's not obvious, then it's just talk. Great insight. And those are just one of the gems she drops. Well done. Looking forward to more. All right, T.E. Noble, thank you so much for that review. Good news, if you're listening on Spotify, 
<laughs> you can actually leave a review now. They started it. I think it's just the stars review. I don't know if you can write one, but check on your Spotify app. So I don't have Spotify, so I'm not sure exactly what it looks like, but I assume if you scroll to the bottom of this episode, it will um, prompt you to write a review um, or at least leave one. So could you leave a five star? Just click the five stars, just click that. Uh, and if you can write a review, go ahead and write it. Now that's Spotify. On Apple Podcasts, I know you can write a review, okay? So can you do what T.E. Noble did and write a review, leave the five star? My goal for 2022 is to get 100 ratings. Trust me, I know you don't know this, okay? Unless you do have a podcast or you own a small business, but reviews matter. And the algorithm gods, that is Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you're listening, it will push it to the top. It will start suggesting this podcast to women just like us. And don't you want everybody to hear this message? Imagine if the whole world, if all of the single women and women who are married and whatnot uh, heard messages like this. Imagine how we could change the world together. So could you help me out? Okay. I'm telling you, once I get to a hundred, I'm going to start giving out money, like gift card, like cash app coins, 50 bucks, a hundred bucks here and there. Um, so anyway, leave a review, leave a review. I'll see you next week. Consider me your homegirl in your head. Again, it's Rika. And if you need to reach out to me, listen, don't hesitate. It's not going to be weird on Twitter and on Instagram. I am just me, Rika. That's R-E-K-A. And I'm going to put my Twitter, Instagram, and email in the show notes, okay? You can also join me over in my private Facebook group titled Singleness is Not a Punishment. I mean, come on, who am I? <laughs> you know my tagline? That's my private Facebook group. The link will also be in the show notes. Now, if I said something that resonated with you and really helped you, please share this podcast with a friend because sharing is caring and you shouldn't be sitting on all this good information. So share it with your homegirl, okay? Or your homeboy. <laughs> please do that. Also, don't forget to subscribe and then you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop. And if you have time, can you do me a favor? It'll help me out as a small business owner and a podcaster. Will you leave a rating on this episode? All you got to do is say that you liked it, or you can even type out what you took away from this episode. It really helps me and keeps me going, providing free content for you. So thank you so much for doing that. Production, my intro was made by one of the greats in production land. His name is James Tyler. Thank you for my intro. And he used Beyonce's single ladies, Sorry Not Sorry by Demi Lovato. He used Dua Lipa, her song, New Rules, and also Truth Hurts by Lizzo. All right, that's all I got for you this episode. We will talk again on the next one.